0: Welcome, welcome, welcome all to the Pro Football Radio Podcast. We are back with another episode, and boy, is it going to be a good one. Podcast number 17 here with Jay Chima and the pride and joy of Merrimack, New Hampshire, one, Da Puma.
1: That was the greatest meow ever
0: it's good to be back man dude it's good to be back bro it's good bro. to be back it's, good, it's to be back. good to be back my god i tell you what i do like it because it's the off season so we do have a day off here and there and we take a week off because there's not that much news man we're just gonna sit up here and more people to death. yeah right? bullshit. yeah know? so it's nice to have like a day off but then again like I get to that like 10th day of now recording and i'm like starting to itch i'm like oh i gotta like say something or do something kind of thing no shit I was, so.
1: on my way back from uh vermont today i was i was feeling itchy i was getting stoked to record and yeah. uh you know crack open a beer from uh from our boy pat hooked us up with uh, with some uh beer suggestions uh he's big on instagram at beer underscore adventures underscore ct uh, yeah, right now, I'm drinking some Thimble Thimble Island uh brewery uh, brewing company, some sea mist New England uh India pale ale. So, thank you, Thanks.
0: Pat. Thank Thanks, you very much, Pat. We appreciate it, brother. Thanks for man. the
1: hookup. I started off, Pat, with uh, some super duper double citra, and uh, that one was pretty good. Got some bang for your buck right there. I bet there. you he
0: doesn't even listen to our podcast.
1: <laughs> oh, he he listens, man. He listens. He checked us out on YouTube and stuff too. Yeah, that's cool, man. How's everything going? Good, bro? Dude, it was good. Like, the yeah. the last two weeks have been. You know, just high of like emotions. It started off with Memorial Day weekend. It was yeah. was great weather, and my uh, my best friend and uh, his now wife they got married on Saturday. Oh, nice! And uh, I was in the the wedding party. So got up there Friday, did the whole, like, rehearsal dinner and all that bullshit, which dinner is air quotes because we were just drinking at a bar and whatever Well, it's happens. a liquid diet, you know what I'm saying? Oh, also, I mean, I was on a liquid diet. Dude, it's
0: important to flush out just the, uh, with, the with the liquid diet, it's important to flush it out, you know? Dude, like,
1: the whole weekend, I was just preparing my liver. It's like, okay, like, you're going to hate me. Yeah. You're probably going to wake up and have a, a cup of coffee at some point the yeah. following day. So, like, here we go. We're going to have some booze, going to have some, some uh, ibuprofen, have a good time. But the, the highlight of my weekend, besides them getting married, was just the fact that, like, the groom, yeah. the best man, and their dad were all carrying, like, fucking sidearms at the wedding.
0: Like, I, dude, well, yeah, it is, it is the, uh, the New England Northeast day, right? It bro, is fucking...
1: but what's great is, like, we're, we're doing the photo shoot, photos and all that other shit, before, uh, before obviously, the ceremony. And at one point, the best man, Chris, like he puts his foot up on like the railing of a bed to adjust his shoes and like the pants, like they come up a little bit and you can see his ankle holster. And I look at him like, Chris, like you're even carrying on like the wedding day? And he's like, yeah, why not? And then like dad. What's it going to shoot up on a wedding day? And then What's going to happen? And then dad was saying, yeah, I'm carrying too. And then uh, after we do the photo shoot. You know, the, oh the man of the God. hour, the groom, he's he's undoing his vest. He's get trying, the
0: fuck out of he's here. He's trying
1: to get out of this monkey suit, and right in the middle of, like, the pants... Why? Like, I want to say a 9, either a 9 or a 40. Dude, why does he have a gun
0: I on mean, his wedding day? I get it. The other two are, they're on the wedding, but this dude's the fucking groom. Who's he going to shoot
1: up? Dude. Like, who's he going to shoot up? Dude. One, I, I'm not like I'm not surprised that they're carrying because I, I love them. They're, they're they're hilarious. They're good people. Yeah. But what made the whole thing was even on the wedding day, they are carrying and they have like hollow points and everything. Like good luck crashing that wedding. And then another thing, the uh, the bride's dad, like typically like he's reserved. Like yeah. you know he's I, know, I wouldn't say soft spoken, but like he's definitely reserved. Okay, bro. The reception, yeah, crunk? He won the night. Nelson won the night. At one point, like I was off the Pluto, like I'm looking at him, and I'm like, "Yo, Nellie, Nellie!" Like I couldn't believe it. He won. He won the evening. That was the, that was the best oh, like really? reception throwdown ever. Really? And then so you had a the, good time then, huh? Oh, dude, I had a blast. I had a blast. Uh, Tara had a blast. It was it was a great time. This was
0: out there in the boonies in New Hampshire, right?
1: Yep. So we were in. Just like we were, like 10 minutes from like Franconia Notch. Yeah. Uh, we were just north of Clark's Trading Post, uh, the old man of the mountain. Like, we were 10 minutes away from where that used to be before it collapsed. Like,
0: yeah. We were, we were up there. I, I feel like it's very hillbilly-ish up there. Is that accurate? Because the way I see yeah. it, like, I know I'm from Ohio, and Ohio is hillbilly-ish, right? Kentucky, Tennessee, all that. But I feel like once you get to, like, New Jersey, it becomes, like, you know, like a metropolitan. Then New York is fairly... Right. And then us in Connecticut, we're fairly progressive. We're up in Boston. It's very progressive as yeah, well. Once you, but then once you get north of that, I feel it becomes very hillbillyish. Is that accurate? Yeah. once
1: you, I mean, there is a, a page on Facebook called uh, Hillbilly Weather Report, oh, and word. the guy is from northern New Hampshire. It's a it's a good time for those of you that want some some uh, some cheap laughs. Yeah. But uh yeah, no, once you go past like Concord and like Plymouth, yeah. it's kind of the dividing line of like, okay, like Southern New Hampshire is kind of like New Hampshire.
0: Civilization and then just and uh, then like And then just incest on top
1: of that. I wouldn't go that far, but definitely <laughs> Dude, the
0: guy the groomsman had a fucking gun at yeah, his wedding. Yeah,
1: but he lives in southern New Hampshire, it's okay. I mean I'm not I'm not denying, like once you go past Concord Plymouth, like it's its own country. Yeah. But.
0: So I saw I saw a um, a report like uh, two weeks ago whatever it was, and it had um, states with uh, the most alcohol consumption per year. Right, so uh-huh. they, they did a per year um, <laughs> per year average, uh-huh. uh, and a lot of people a lot of people on that uh, a lot of states on that list were like. I forget what the exact top five was, but, like, number two at number one, there was such a wide gap in disparity. It was, like, 4.7 gallons for number one per person. 4.7 gallons of alcohol per person a year. And the second place was, like, 3.1 or whatever it was. And number one was...
1: The six oh three,
0: the state of New Hampshire. Yep. Hey, you know we, we, I was shocked when I saw that. I was like, "Listen, I it has to be Texas. It has to be Alaska, where there's nothing else to do to fucking drink all day."
1: You know what I'm saying? Hell no, buddy. It's <laughs> what's New Hampshire, that? baby. We got, we got, you know, we got Anheuser Busch, and we got Ma- out Kentucky and Merrimack. What's great is Kentucky, like you know, you have um, like Jack Daniels. Yeah. What's great, or I guess, ironic is their uh their distillery is in a dry county so like you can't buy booze in that county jesus so that's that's fucking hilarious but yeah 603 we take home the gold when it comes to drinking baby jesus yeah <laughs> you
0: guys need you guys need god up there you guys need christianity i mean once you, you go need... north
1: you, it's kind of like the bible belt of new hampshire you know what i'm saying speaking so. of religion
0: let me let me run something by you
1: oh boy you so found I, god dude i almost
0: did i almost did <laughs> I, uh, so last week, um, before I went to, before I went down to Florida, I, uh, I was at a Starbucks, right? My local Starbucks.
1: Shocker. I listen, my, I like going Starbucks. Hang on I a like, second. Hang on. Hang on. I, I gotta get my Starbucks. Why, what
0: do you, why do you give me shit about that? Why do you give me shit about that? Can I get I my almond milk listen, my Starbucks? Starbucks? I, right now my drink is the nitro cold brew. With almond milk. It's a great drink. Yeah, yeah.
1: Can I get yeah, a nitro gold or or brew or or with, uh, almond with almond milk? milk? But,
0: like, why do you give me shit for that? It's a great place to go. You do some work. You have a cup of coffee. I give you
1: shit because when we were going to White Plains one time. <laughs> I'm in the far left lane, stuck in traffic. We're already running late for our flight.
0: Running late? What do you mean? we could have like, then, can you wait for and us? And then
1: you were like, hey, can we stop and get Starbucks? Like It I'm was a simple bucket. question. Brandon, it was a simple question. It was
0: a simple question. Far as in, left lane, what, running what, what, late, what, in traffic. What if I would have said... I need to go to the bathroom, and there's a Starbucks right there. Could you please pull over? You better pee in your cup. <laughs> you,
1: better, you better pee in your cup, son. <laughs> you better fucking have a plan. No,
0: but no, I love my. I love me some Starbucks. So I go there, you know, and I sit down I just like read a paper. I go do some work. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I'm sitting there at my local Starbucks, and I know everybody there. And it's uh, it's interesting because it's a smaller Starbucks, so if you're having a conversation with somebody, everybody else can hear it. Right. And this will come in later in the story. But I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden. This 27 um, year oldish lady, woman, lady, girl, whatever it is, sits next to me and uh, just starts talking um, with the, hey, how are you? And I'm like, what the fuck's happening? <laughs> you know? Like, immediately I'm like, what is going on here right now, you know what I'm saying? Was she kind of cute? Uh, I don't know.
1: Debatable? I don't know. All right. So, okay. So, debatable's a no. Okay, yeah, fine. Right?
0: So... And she starts talking about just, like, life and work and stuff. And I'm like, all right, well, I can't be rude to her because I'm at my local Starbucks. And if I'm an ass to her, then I don't know if they're going to be spitting my drink tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she seems like a nice person. Oh, my God. <laughs> As the conversation progresses, she talks about how she was, at 18, put into the human trafficking game. Um, somebody snatched her up and threw into a back of a back of a vent. At this point, I'm invested. I'm hardcore what? invested. I'm like, this oh my god, oh, dude,
1: this, that's like a Netflix special. Dude, I was like, I was kidding. like, wait,
0: is your dad is your dad Liam Neeson? Like, what's the deal here? You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> I will find you.
0: Dude, and the fucked up part was, like, I didn't know how to, like, react to all this. Like, I didn't have the proper sensitivity. Uh, I
1: mean, you're sitting there just drinking a cup of coffee. Yeah, I wasn't
0: ready for all this today. I you was ready
1: from to zero to a hundred quick.
0: Yeah, I wasn't ready for all this. Like, you know what I'm
1: saying? <laughs> I
0: was, like, planning out some work stuff and, like, whatever it was. I wasn't ready for all this yeah. energy. And then she gets into, like, all right, well, then I spent, like, three years in the, in the uh, human trafficking, like, you know, Ring or game or whatever it is, and, and then eventually I broke out, and uh, they took me somewhere far deep south, and I made my way to Virginia. Um, but around like age twenty two, when I got out, I I found God. Uh, it was it was awesome. I found God. I found the Church of Jesus, whatever Church or whatever the, the full name was. And uh, I think it's been a great great uh, you know um, uh, positive influence in my life. And I want to bestow a gift upon you, and I want to give you some literature about the Church of whatever oh, local Denver. did was, was like did you
1: say, Jesus Christ, of Latter Day Saints. I don't know what it was. Like the people that show up on your door on Saturday. <laughs> Trying to I, be like, like I, have you found had Jesus.
0: Jesus yeah yeah exactly right and she goes down this hole of you seem like a worthless piece of shit that needs like okay. that needs saving she tries to save me she tries to give me the literature she tries to say mm-hmm. hey you should come to this Danbury church and, you know, you can find peace within yourself. And I'm like, literally, who do you, like, wh- yep. like, what? How do you not know I don't have peace already? Like, who the fuck are you? You know what I'm right. saying? Mm-hmm. And the whole, listen, my whole personality, you know my personality. Oh, I know your I'm personality. I'm very blunt. Dude, I'm very blunt. I am as I'm, I'm as,
1: surprised you kept it together. Do to you, know you, know you know why I didn't?
0: You know why I didn't go off on her? It's because I was at my local Starbucks. I could not, I could not ruin that relationship. You know what I'm saying? Or else I'd literally been like, lady, get the fuck away from me. Like, who the fuck do you think you are? You know what I'm saying? But go ahead, you already had a point here? I, I, well, let me finish it. Let, let me finish it, Yeah, yeah, <laughs> finish it up. <laughs> so I kept it all together. I was just like, Jay, don't be an ass. Don't be an ass. Just, just smile and nod. Oh, God, I'm so sorry you went through all that. Are you going to be okay? How's your emotional state? Just like bullshitting her, right? And uh, five minutes later after this whole revelation, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll think about it. Uh, like, I'll take one of your pamphlets. I'll uh-huh. think about it. I'll just. Uh, it's just too much to take in right now, but I'll think about it. I'll let you know. She's like, all right, well, thank you so much for your time. I'm going to come back and uh, let me go get a coffee, and I'm going to come back and give you some more information about, like, you know, just how the process is set up and blah, blah, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. She goes to get her coffee, and I shit you not. I pack everything up in a span of 30 seconds, bolt out the front door, <laughs> jump in the Mustang, and do a burnout out of the oh fucking parking lot. <laughs> Dude, no. I've never moved so quick in my whole life. Just, like, pack everything up in no. my bag. Boom.
1: Dude, that makes – okay, so that makes so much more sense now because – what you first told me, I'm like, okay, like maybe, maybe it's a bet. Maybe she lost a bet and she just has to like mess with someone and say like, yeah, it was like, you know, in a human trafficking ring or or whatever. Not to make humor of that, but you know, there are fucking people out there that do stupid shit like that. But when you said like, kind of like, it sounded like the Church of uh, Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. Robin Williams does this whole bit like. I, I don't know if you know who these, like, folks are. They're, they're the kind of people that show up at your door on, like, a Saturday tr- or, like, a weekday trying to, like, spread the word and get more members and, and, and shit like that. Like, pass out pamphlets. Like, they're kind of the reason why there's, like, no solicitation oh, signs really? on businesses. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. So, Robin Williams has a perfect bit about this when, you know, he, he was talking about the same church. And these are the kind of people that say, like, have, have you found, found, found Jesus? Jesus? And his bit was... You know, I kinda just want to show up at the door naked one day and be like, no, but you wanna help me co- you wanna come in and help me find him? Like and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Like that yeah. yep. That makes so much difference. And sense I was now.
0: so annoyed because I felt like she was um
1: You're out a business. It's yeah. Like you're getting it's not yeah. like you're at your house. Like, I'm
0: mentally getting ready for the day. I'm like in my own energy, I'm in my own space. I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, like this is before I went to Naples to for work and I was right. getting ready for the meeting. I was like, all right, this gotta hit these points, blah blah blah. I'm right. like in a zone, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like she just intrudes on my life like that. And and the Worst part is, Brennan, I just, I could have, like, if it was anywhere else, I'd have been like, "Lady, get the fuck away from you. Who the right. fuck do you think you are? You know what I'm saying? Yep. I would have given her a piece of my mind. You know how I am, right? Oh,
1: I know who I am. You know
0: exactly how I am. But, like, I just couldn't because I was in the safe haven of my local. And I think she knew it. She probably scoped me out. She probably saw me two, three weeks in advance. But, like dude, that. that's,
1: like, that's kind of interesting. Like, they're I'm, I'm, it just sounds on the surface that it's the church, the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Yeah. They're doing that at business, like they're trying to yeah. reach at businesses yeah. and trying to drum up business. I wish, I, wish I would grab one of those
0: pamphlets before I left, but I, I didn't even grab that. I was just like, I, I, I forgot. Yeah, no. Nope. I was like, gonna do a burnout. No, nope. on the and
1: surface, I'm- it sounds like that. No shade, <laughs> yeah. but yo. Y'all know that you've been, you've seen people come to your house on a Saturday, Saturday morning, ringing the doorbell, and then you answer. Thing, it's like the mailman, and it's someone that's trying to like give you the Bible yeah. and all this other stuff, trying to be like, "Hey, yeah. come on down to like Fifth Street over here to our church and come find Jesus." Yeah. Okay, cool. Dude, and
0: she just kept harping on and on about the moral compass bullshit. Like, mm-hmm. hey, where does your moral compass? entail when you do in these situations, would you find a, would you want to have a process or a method that church can provide for you where you would come out of these situations in a more positive light? And I'm like, What? Like, lady, I'm fine, like, chill the fuck out, I'm a good human being, you know. Like, that's saying? the extreme, I'm debatable, I'm not the best of human beings, but still,
1: like, come on, right? Like, that's the extreme of like, what, what would you do if so and so or you were in this environment, yeah, yeah. Well, that, naturally, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna fucking leave, you know what's like, funny I'll though, tell you, that much. you know what's
0: fucked up though, like. The whole week, this whole past week, I like I've been um, I've been thinking about that conversation quite a bit.
1: I, like, oh God!
0: No, listen, listen. I'm not. Listen, oh I'm God. not joining the church. Relax, take oh a chill part.
1: I'm not taking. That's no shade. I'm a I, Catholic, so could you imagine no, if know I, all I did? About the original I, sin and you, guilt. You know you what I'm saying?
0: If I did, I show up at your door, knock, knock, knock. Uh, Bryan and Tara, uh, how has God fulfilled
1: you? Too? I'll close the door. I'll close the door. Yo, I'm Catholic. I did yeah. all, all the, the, the baptism and the confirmation, ev- everything from beginning to end. Yo, I don't need, I don't need any more nonsense.
0: Well, her whole thing was like the moral compass led into like, you know, we can't all just act how we feel. Like, there's got to be certain laws and principles and shit. And I'm like, what? And she's, she, her big point about the, the two, the two main focuses of her argument was moral compass and how uh, in today's society people just do whatever they want and we can't. We can't have that. I'm like, no, we don't. Like, I'm, I'm a good I'm not being. walking around like, killing like, listen, people. Listen, like, If I, like, if there was no laws, there was no rules, like, I wouldn't go out there and murder somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like right. The worst I would do is I would like probably just like litter all the time. I would absolutely litter all the time. That's like yeah, the best all your for
1: me, 15 dude, dude, Fucking Starbucks dude, cups coming instant, out of that car,
0: dude. Instant gratification is when I litter. I fucking love that shit so much. Like, I'll be driving and I'm like, fuck, my car is being dirtied up by this can. You mm-hmm. throw the can out,
1: and now there isn't. <laughs>
0: the don't, don't you have a trash can at the house? Yeah, but I'm driving. I don't want to have it in my you car. You have to go home
1: at some point.
0: Yeah, but that's 30 minutes of it being in my fucking car.
1: What's great is if you tell me you threw a can out on the way to a Starbucks that has at least three trash cans inside the building. I swear to God, I'm gonna I've smack done the that. shit out of you. I've done that. I swear I, to and God. And I feel
0: and I feel better when I trash like a shitty town. Like, if I'm driving through, like, Woodbury or Southbury, I'm like, oh, I, I think about it twice, but I still do it. But if I'm, like, in Bridgeport, I'm like, fuck you, Bridgeport, take this
1: shit, boom. Wow. <laughs> for those of you listening, J.H.U. is not speaking for everyone of the Pro Football Radio podcast. Oh, what, are they
0: going to come after me? Hey, the-
1: I'm not taking why, a bullet the, for what you. What are the listeners going to do, citizen's arrest? <laughs> I'm not taking a bullet for you. I'm telling you that much right now. I am telling you, if you see seen the Puma with the Dolphins hat on in any of these locations, you leave me the fuck alone. I'm not throwing shit out. Oh, dude,
0: damn. You just gave me a great fucking idea. I should have bullshitted her and had her go show up to my friend's houses. And be like, oh, you know what? This person here, I think they... If she drove to my house,
1: (laughs) I swear to God. I swear to God I would have put sugar in your gas tanks. Oh my god. Uh-huh, uh-huh. If I see her again, it's gonna be fucking hilarious though. That is hilarious. Uh-huh. But it makes so much more sense now now that you said like those little other pieces of the story. Yeah yeah, oh. I just wanted to
0: give you like a full like I don't want to give you the full details like off, off here. I want to get your full reaction on there. You know what I'm saying? That's hilarious. Isn't it funny though? My god. Could you imagine? Only what? you.
1: Only you like out of the two. You know what of it I... is? You
0: know what it is? I've realized I'm too talkative when I go out. You know what I'm saying? I always want to talk to people. It's just who I am. It's my nature. I'm, I'm, you know, by heart, salesman. It is what it is. I go out I talk to people. You know what I'm saying? You talk to people, but they have to sell
1: themselves to you. Yes, I do. That I, makes no but, fucking sense. Dude, why
0: are you bring up the, <laughs> the loopholes in <of> my story? <laughs> but no. I, I talk to people all the time. Like, I'll, uh, one thing I always do is, like, I always see somebody's name tag. Yeah. And I always try to address them by their name. Because it's just a personal touch. You know what I'm
1: saying? Um, but I, I, I hate that person it. that, like, leans over the counter is like, hey, um. Uh, no, Jennifer. No, no, I,
0: I don't do it like that. <laughs> I, I just do it like, oh, hey, Jennifer, if you could please give me a venti uh, ice latte, whatever it is. You know what I'm saying?
1: Hey, Helen, you look like a Helen.
0: I, I wouldn't say that. right off the bat. You know what I'm saying? Tommy but like, you know what I hate, it. though? I hate when people are all like, I'll be like, oh, Jennifer, how's your day? Can I get a coffee? How's my day? Not good. Like, I hate that shit. You know what I'm saying? I hate when they launch into your problem. They give you all their fucking problems. I'm
1: like, uh, but then, like the polar opposite of it is you have someone that just like completely bombards you. With human trafficking rings. I know, right? To drum like, up like, church saw a, attendance. I just want a
0: good no ground, all right? <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> you want a good middle ground? Stick with the fucking drive-thru. Uh, there you go. Well, the
0: thing is, this local Starbucks didn't have a drive-thru. Oh,
1: Jesus. I got to go inside. A Starbucks without a drive-thru, I right? know. I know. I know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Uh, I think we should probably do some football, right? I guess so. We'll at like 20 minutes of BS and yeah, finding God. God. Dude, you know
0: what's funny? I feel like we could just do like another podcast of just us bullshitting.
1: No shit. We Why the not? We could sit here all things just People bullshit. would enjoy it. I'm telling you that, Mike, right but now. You know,
0: my boy Dero is always like telling us how we should have a podcast that we do. If this ever became a profession for us, like if we did like two podcasts a week, one fully football and then one just bullshit. Bullshit. Could you imagine? Yep. Just quitting our jobs and just fucking living the, the podcast hey, life. If
1: I could find a way to squeeze money out of this, why the hell not? Did you
0: see some guy left a comment on our Instagram page about how podcasts are the modern day poetry?
1: Yeah. I was like, what? I did. And it was like, hit me up. It was like, I do but I also don't want a virus on my phone. So, like, we're just going to – we're going to plead the fifth on that.
0: All right. So, uh, first topic of the day, uh, NFL-wise, we have the Richie Incognito going
1: to the Raiders move. Would you want to give us a quick rundown on that? Yeah. So, Richie Incognito uh, might be the perfect Raider. Uh, Checkered past, talent. But I just – I don't – he signed a one-year contract. Yeah. I just – I don't – I don't understand why – I don't either. Like when he's when he's the, for those of you that don't know, like Richie Incognito, like the talent has always been there, but he is not the most mentally stable players oh, in the NFL. You say, yeah, you got that like, right about that. Like if you look at like you know the the op the, the the ends of the spectrum where you look at like say Tom Brady or or Aaron Rodgers, like I guess you could say good good character guys. Yeah, and then the other end of it is like. Vontez Perfect. Well,
0: they have the and, two and, worst and NFL Richie, players in the league on their fucking team now. Richie Incognito makes
1: Vontez Perfect look like a scholar.
0: No, I wouldn't say that. I think Vontez Perfect is by far the dirtiest player in the NFL. Yeah, but I feel like this is two different degrees of bad. Like Richie Incognito is a um, is a bully. Vontez Burfect wants to kill you. Right. Montez Burke could have seriously injured or ended a- Ab's life that night. In, right. In, in, uh, but
1: Virginia Cognito, I mean, he he's probably going to get suspended this at least for for maybe four games because before he retired, uh, he was at a funeral home. Uh, he was getting yeah. uh, services ready for his yeah, dad. I heard, I heard about this. Yeah. A- apparently. He wasn't allowed to be at the premise of the fucking funeral. Yeah,
0: the cops had to come and take him away, right? Yeah, the cops
1: the had to come to him kind of thing, because yes. he threatened to shoot the yeah. employees of the mm-hmm. building, and they yeah. found like two—I think it was like two Glocks, a rifle, and a suppressor in his car. And yeah. he was saying like outlandish, psychotic statements. Like he, the talent's always been there. Uh, well, he was—he was, he he was pre- a third-round pick. He—he he was. Pro football focus Top 100 player uh, Like two years in a row In 2015 and 2016 He's yeah. He was one of the best guards in But the that league was a long time point. ago
0: And that's my My whole argument is um, Why bring this guy in? We don't know what he has left. We don't know if he's actually going to be good. Um, he's kind of a questionable, uh, in this advanced uh, stage of his career, he's kind of questionable in his talents. So why bring somebody in that's going to be that much of a unhinged character, somebody that's that crazy, Somebody's going to cause that much disruption in the locker room. You know what I'm right.
1: saying? Right. And, and it flies in the face of what Mike Mayock was preaching in the draft when yeah. you know, Mayock, the GM of the Raiders, was looking for strong character guys in the first round. That's why he took Cleveland Farrell like at number four and then he took Josh Jacobs in the, the middle of the round and then uh, he took I believe it was like a safety yeah. that had good character yeah. as well. Yeah. And so you have like alright we want to we, we're preaching character. We're, we're preaching character. We're going to have good solid people in our locker room and then you have AB which is kind of the exception because you paid for it. Yeah. But then you have Vontaze Burfecht yeah. who is mentally unhinged yeah. and then you have Richie Incognito that was f- charged yeah. by the authorities with criminal mischief and threatening and he's he's been he's had you know bullying uh, bullying accusations and, yeah. with the dolphins yeah. and then uh, racial slurs all the way back from college to teammates yeah, he definitely people, has issues man he has like, issues what, so
0: the whole thing is an NFL locker room, a locker room is just like a work area, right? Um, you'll have a bell curve of employees and how motivated they are and mm-hmm. what kind of beliefs they have, right? So in the middle of the bell curve, that's where 80% of the people lie, right? 10% of the bottom are the, the negative, the uh, A, Bs of the world, the, the Vontaze Burfix, the Richie Incognito. And then the other end of it, you have like the ultra like, you know, Tebow's or the, the top 10% of like Tom Brady's or the Aaron Rodgers. Those two ends. Or what's going to pull the rest of the team in the middle that don't have defined like right. views on how a team runs. They're going to sway them to the left or right, you know what I'm saying? And my whole thing is, why do you bring in these people that have a high chance of swaying the middle of the pack towards the negative side, you right. know what I'm saying? Right. That's the biggest thing. It's like, why don't you put yourself in a room with, like, uh, the old adage of you don't need choir boys on an NFL team, that's bullshit. Like, uh, it's just complete bullshit, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just an easy way of getting out of saying you don't have good enough players, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, that's just my thoughts on it. Like, why would you bring him in and hope, you know, maybe even um, accelerate the process of bringing those middle of the pack guys over to the negative right. side? Right.
1: And like uh, Mike Garofolo and Ian Rappaport, they were, they were talking about this a little bit. And I guess Mayock is his wife is like, a, I, I guess, a therapist. So I'm not saying like, oh, incognito is going to be her patient. But I mean, best case scenario, you have. A guy that finds his 2015, 2016 form before he left the Bills, yep. right? Hard yep. worker, pro bowler. He he won, like, a good guy award with the Bills locker room. Worst case scenario is you have a fucking lunatic mm-hmm. that threatened to kill people yep. at yep. a funeral home. Yep. And then yep. even, like, two days ago, there was a report that came out of Buffalo that when Incognito retired, they beefed up security for a couple of weeks at the facilities oh in case God. Incognito showed up. Like... Like I don't you, understand. You hear, you hear how does he get a job? Shit.
0: You hear that kind of shit and you think, how is somebody like that in the NFL right now and somebody like Colin Kaepernick is not? You know what right. I'm saying? How is Richie Incognito who you think might come back and shoot up the fucking facility and you have to beat up security in the league right now and Colin Kaepernick who took a stand for what he believes in is not in
1: the league? And never suspended. Never suspended, like, never I just, arrested. I don't get that. No, hey, we're not,
0: we're not going to get into the whole Kaepernick uh, conversation, right? And it's going to be a long 30-minute debate. And, uh, you know, I I don't, I don't have the energy for it right now. Because, you know, at the end of the day, we've made our views clear on it in the first few episodes. Like, we know it's wrong. It's fucked up. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? But, like, how, how is that possible? How can you right. have Cap on a league but and Like,
1: if you're going to use the talent thing, okay, Kaepernick was a, a you know I think a Pro Bowler at one point and yeah. got the team to a Super Bowl. Like oh my I god, just, you can
0: you can start him over like ten quarterbacks running the NFL. You right,
1: know? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, good luck to Oakland. I mean, Dude, I hope I hope he finds whatever he fucking needs to, to to work. But I just I don't see it working, and it just looks like. The Oakland Raiders front office is a bunch of hypocrites right now. Well,
0: I personally wanted um, Hard Knocks to go to the Giants because I want nothing more than to get him to run his yap and hopefully get fired. But now I, with this acquisition and this deal, I would love nothing more to watch fucking. I will the pay. Raiders. I want to see fucking Burfect and Incognito in fucking training camp four weeks in a row, just going at it. Right, that's gold right
1: there. You Perfect. Know what I'm saying? incognito a B who has a history with perfect and then Mm -hmm. a quarterback that's tired of being questioned of whether or not he's going to be the starter. John Gruden, which looks like a, I guess you could say a paper tough guy. Yeah. Like, and then uh, Mike Mayock talking out of both sides of his mouth and creepy looking. uh, What was it? Davis, the owner.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mark Davis. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mark Davis. You ever see his bowl cut? He drives in a minivan that's tricked out with like TVs to some guy, I think it's like three hours away to get that fucking crazy ass bowl haircut, dude. That whole team. If Hard Knocks goes to Oakland, I will pay for HBO dude, at my he, house.
0: Dude, he he looks like me at like eight years old when my mom cut my hair.
1: Yeah, but you don't look like a fucking lunatic. He yes. looks like he has three well, people buried worst, in the wall. The worst thing
0: is he's a fucking millionaire. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, <laughs> like, he's dude. a millionaire. Like, you ever see that special The Jinx on HBO? I yeah, know, he was a millionaire too, and he was fucking killing all his wives. Oof, yeah, I seen that, no. that's that's what Oakland is just saying
0: I'll have to check it out I love me a good murder mystery I don't yeah, know why check it out do you know the two things that fascinate me like for um, documentaries is like murder mysteries and like Nuclear power plants. I don't know why.
1: Oh, so you've been watching Chernobyl? I'm assuming. Yes, not. I have on HBO. Have.
0: So good. Have yep. you watched it?
1: Uh, no, because I know the story, and I don't have HBO in the no, house. But dude, I know the story of Chernobyl. Dude,
0: the, the Chernobyl story fascinates me. I don't know why. I don't know why it fascinates me because I think is there's a such a uh, a large stream of how you can use atomic energy. You can use it for either powering cities and having like endless energy for like. Thousands of years? Or, or you can demolish 20,000 people with one fucking button. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I, f- I find that, like, dichotomy is so fucking fascinating. And I have been watching that Chernobyl documentary. It is so well directed. It is so well acted. It is so well just put together in a great situation where you can you can just, like, get the full-on story of what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fucking amazing. You should check it out, dude.
1: Yeah, I got to pay for HBO first. But I know the story of Chernobyl. But Yeah, but, way- like, you
0: don't get the details. You know what I'm saying? You don't get the on-the-ground details.
1: You know what I'm saying? Like... I- or you could read articles that have interviews from people that were on the ground. But
0: would you rather watch an hour show or read a fucking like article? Or both because I do both. Alright, oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Smart Guy. We're not all as good as you uh, with fucking
1: Oh, I'm sorry, I like to read. Oh, I like yeah. to read articles about shit. I'm sorry. I'm I fucking, sorry. I fucking hate reading, dude. I hate reading so bad. But you were reading never mind. Never mind. We're not going back. <laughs> we're not going back. I like audiobooks. Big fan of that. But you were reading the newspaper at Starbucks when yeah, they because, were trying to find you, Jesus. You
0: gloss over you gloss over just the headlines. I don't like oh. fully I guess I don't have the attention span to read a book. That's that's my thing. Wow. I can quickly skim through a newspaper and get the violent piece of information, you know I'm saying?
1: Wow. I guess I'm old school. I'll read the book. I'll read the article. I will find the article online. I will find the the educated publications. Why can't you just be a supportive friend and be
0: like, oh, Jay, that's a great point. Jay, I like that point. Yes, yes. I mean, I do
1: like the point, but like... When you try to say? Would you rather right, read?
0: we off topic. Would you rather topic. read the with whole that history that, or that that get like a
1: ninety-minute special to make up for the void that was left behind by the lackluster ending of Game of Thrones? I will read the fucking article.
0: Do not. Anywho, do not get me started on Game of Thrones. Yeah, when I put the echo on for your fire.
1: <laughs> Anywho, all right. Back um, to football. We, so we've established two. that incognito was a lunatic, and it's probably going to blow up in Oakland. Yeah, State. it wasn't going to be that hard to
0: establish that.
1: <laughs> Just saying. Um, number two, Robert Kraft. Yeah, so Robert Kraft. So for those of you that don't know, my um, guy, Robert Kraft. It, it looks like uh, he's going to have his case of misdemeanor uh, soliciting uh, charges uh, dismissed because the videotape of him getting services at the the spa. Uh, was uh, uh, ruled as inadmissible, so the states, which is right, which the is right, case, which yeah. is right. Yeah. Reading, reading the the information on the traffic stop, the warrant on the on the uh, the videotaping. It it was probably some of the worst police yeah. work I've seen since O.J. Simpson. Yeah. Like yeah. it was, it was, it was pretty bad. And Robert Kraft's not even accused of killing people, and it was that bad for a misdemeanor.
0: We can both agree, and this is where... um, Maybe I'm being a patriot Homer, and if I am, then please call me out, because maybe I am. This is where it annoys me that Robert Kraft's legacy and name has been tarnished in the public's perception and the public eye, right? But we both can agree that this belief was, was was so shady and so wrong that we should now go on the other end of it and just fucking... just like. Criticize the fuck out of these police departments that did this, you know right? Saying? Because essentially, what they did was they took the warrant that was set out by the by the, the by the judge and didn't even comply with it. They, yeah. When 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 you get the approval from a judge to surveil any sort of um, establishment or whatever it is, you're supposed to have defined parameters in how you how you go about.
1: They're super specific. Exactly. It right. Is not there's general.
0: defined parameters. There's um, strategy involved. What these guys did was they just had a bunch of cameras, these policemen, and they just recorded everything. Now. Robert Kraft did go in there and get a rub and tug. I get that. He did do some illegal activities. I get that. But there are 50 to 75 people that are recorded that were in there for just a just a regular massage. They were in there naked. They were getting a massage and they got recorded. That's the equivalent of somebody putting a camera in a bathroom. Yep. Right?
1: So uh, I, Even the traffic stop was bad.
0: Yeah, like I get it. Robert Kraft is not got a bunch of shit and his whole like... His whole fucking life is, you know, like I mean, it's not gonna be as bad. He'll recover in a couple of years, but like as of right now, when you think of Robert Kraft, you think of Robin Todd. I right? mean, his
1: biggest knock before Robert, like before this, my my thought of Robert Kraft was, all right, the drunk patriot owner that's shit faced yeah. and is doing a but a now speech you in think of him as of thousands a, of people. Yeah,
0: but now you think of him as a sleazy guy, right? Yeah, a shady guy. Um, and I just wish that we would turn around and look at these law enforcement people that clearly threw the rules book out the window and did what they wanted just, right. Just it just go. seemed
1: like it seemed like the, the 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 local county authorities were trying to. Like put this into express lane yep. to keep up with the the greater investigation of human trafficking in South Florida by the other higher up agencies, and they were just catch, casting a wide reaching net and grasping at straws here. So we can we can all agree that that traffic stop, that search warrant, and that tape is a is really bad police work.
0: And think about it; they were pushing so hard to get that tape leaked. Like there was so much like.
1: That's all the case was.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's all. And that, and that's what bugs me the most. These shit fucking people with no fucking lives who are but sticking their claim to one big guy that comes into their fucking county, Robert Kraft. But
1: we do know that money talks because yeah. neither one of us would be able to afford to keep that tape under wraps and afford an attorney to exactly. go to bat about that. Yeah,
0: exactly. I get so, that as well. But like, it's just like, what if that tape would have been leaked? You
1: know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't want to see 70-year-old Robert Kraft. But there's a lot of sickles out there
0: that would want to see that.
1: I don't want to see that shit.
0: But a lot of people would.
1: But people do yeah. because it's like, oh, Robert Kraft, like the, the head of the, the you know, most rock-solid f- league, uh, league franchises ever in any sport, is now kind of seen as the lowest of the low. But my bigger point with this is there was an article that was done by um, uh, Sports Illustrated, Albert Breer, a Monday morning quarterback, of how Robert Kraft... You know, yes, he's you know kind of I guess air quote vindicated right now in the in the court of law, but in public opinion, there are some people yeah. that say he should be suspended, some people that say he shouldn't, and there's been some uh, anonymous owners uh, in like the NFC and uh, one in the AFC saying he shouldn't be suspended, and rightfully so, like all this other stuff. Yeah. But you have players that are either having the book thrown at them for weed or you have the book thrown at him and rightfully so for domestic violence but here you have this guy that admitted guilt in a long-winded statement on Twitter via his lawyer why did he do that I wish he didn't do that we, see that's the thing like he admitted guilt and then still fought the video to be you know snuffed out yeah
0: but yeah I get that though you know what I'm saying
1: so I don't know it just it just seems weird like there's there's no, I'm not saying he should get the Robert or uh, the the Jim Irsay, I should the Jim Ursay suspension of like what was it uh, five five it games a five hundred thousand dollar fine and yeah. and all this other stuff. Kraft admitted guilt. Yeah. So listen, one I am, game would be if, fined by me, and a hundred thousand dollar fine or seventy five. None of I'm gonna
0: be very objective about this. I'm a Patriots fan, but I'm gonna be as objective as possible. I think he should be I should be fined some way or suspended some way. Uh right. should be maybe a week, two max. Um, not because of what transpired. Uh, that, right. that is what it is. That's shady people, uh, shady police work, it's just bad all the way around. But he did not get a, he did not get uh, something he didn't get a charge, he didn't get a guilty plea, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like in the court of the law, he did nothing wrong. The case is dismissed now. But I also know that the NFL Shield, and if you bring tarnish to that. Is a crime in itself. Mm-hmm. We've seen that being established. You can
1: get suspended without committing a crime.
0: Exactly right, and I do see that this brought negative sh- negative publicity to the Patriots. It brought negative publicity to the NFL. So he does deserve a, weak suspension a week suspension at the maximum. A you know I'm
1: week, and if you're gonna hit him with a fine, no more than hundred k. Yeah,
0: take a, take two hundred k, two hundred fifty k, throw it towards a fucking charity. Right. Um, but I think he should have something brought against him because of the negative publicity he brought right, on Right, and especially
1: himself. under like the current CBA where, you know, the commissioner has the authority to be judge, jury, and execution. Which I hope to God
0: changes in the next CBA.
1: Of, you know, whether it's player misconduct or, or other stuff. I mean, you have people that were, you know, suspended for domestic violence. But when it came to actual legal court case time, there was no... We know verdict to be had because the other party never showed up. Sure. So, sure.
0: cool. Well, that uh, I think like that really wraps it up really well, right? All right. Yeah. I don't think we have anything else to say. That. Yeah. Um. Now the next topic is the top five breakout players of the NFL this year. Um. This is uh me and Puma going through the league, uh, picking out players we think could be um just great breakout players some have uh, established themselves as good starters but they might be taking the next step some are just kind of wild horse wild you know dark picks that we think could uh, eventually be be great my first pick is gonna be david uh where do you go so browns tight end david and joku um he um is a physical freak first and foremost, right? Um, with Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry freeing up uh, the middle of the field or freeing up the outsides, on Joe can run down the field, be open. Um, there's a lot of firepower on that Browns offense, and he can benefit from that. Now. A lot of time he'll be on the field. He'll he will see a lot of plays just because of the running attack the Browns are going oh, to yeah. run with. So he'll be out there blocking quite a bit, and that's going to lead to the, uh, the play action fake and hopefully get him the ball down. Right. And
1: I of, like right. that pick. I mean, the yeah. talent's always been there. Yeah. he's like, a physical has freak. Always been there. He's a
0: physical freak, man.
1: I mean, last year everyone kind of had him tabbed, even in fantasy football perspective of you know, oh Njoku, he's he's going to be one of the top top tight ends, and he just he just underperformed. I think this year is definitely going to be. Put up or shut up, and I I think he's he's gonna break out for sure. Who's who's your next guy?
0: My second player. Do you want to do like your print? you want to trade off? Yeah, because right, yeah, so it's not even me talking. Five I'm gonna I'm gonna minutes.
1: follow. Uh, I'll follow suit with the tight end. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Hunter Henry of the LA Chargers. Yeah. Uh, he he had a lot of potential going into last season. Uh, he showed a lot of flashes of his uh, of his ceiling, uh, not ceiling. Yeah, uh, the the ceiling of his talent. He looked really good on in prime time games, but uh, his. 2018 campaign was cut short because he blew his acl out i believe before training camp so he missed the entire regular season played a handful of snaps uh, against the patriots in the playoffs but um i think you know good things are going to happen when philip rivers is throwing you the football and he's going to take over the reins of uh, tight end for the chargers with antonio gates now being a free agent probably retiring and you know, with coverages shifting over to Keenan Allen and you know Williams and you know, hell even Melvin Gordon out of the backfield, you're gonna see Hunter Henry getting those red zone looks. He's a big, he's a big guy, he can run routes, he, he's good at uh, pass protect and blocking, and he's got amazing hands. Yeah. So I think Hunter Henry's primed, and I'll even go on a fantasy football limb here, too. I think he's probably gonna be one of the top tight ends. Maybe three, four in a, in the league fantasy football-wise. So okay. definitely keep an eye on Hunter Henry fantasy right. football targets. Uh,
0: my second pick is going to be Packers wide receiver Jamon Moore. Um, I fully believe this is the year that Rodgers and the Packers will have a uh, just a historically great offensive year. Um, in that mold, when you do have those great offenses, you generally get Great distribution throughout your weapons, mm-hmm. right? And Jamon Moore is interesting on that, on those weapons because he is a wide receiver at Mizzou. His second year, he had a year to learn that offense. Um, and with that being said. The experience of one-year learning and Aaron Rodgers just being on fire this year, hopefully, uh, I think will pay off in great dividends. He's very talented. Um, he can run all the routes in the route tree. He has great speed, and I loved everything I saw off of his tape all last right. year. So hopefully that will translate into a great break idea for Jamon. And he'll
1: pretty much be filling like the Randall Cobb void, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: he'll be he'll be like in that slot, uh, maybe outside hybrid role kind of thing. So we'll see how it
1: nice. nice. pans out, you know? I'm going to follow the uh, the ACL trend, and I believe one of your colleagues uh, is a Vikings fan, right?
0: Yeah, so my boy Aaron LaFold from the uh, Clay Lacy Van Nuys, California office is a big Vikings fan, and uh, he listens to our podcast on a weekly basis. He's our biggest advocate out there in the uh, the Van Nuys office. So yeah, so thank you for the support, Aaron LaFold. We appreciate it, brother man. So
1: your guy, I mean, he might not want to hear this because this guy's always a candidate, but Dalvin Cook. I think he's going to break out next year. He, he's going to have a full year recovery from ACLs. We went on a whole tangent last week of how it takes a full year to get, you know, mobility back in the knee and the confidence, especially with Dalvin Cook where he's he's explosive, he's cutting, he's juking and jiving and he's blasting gaps and he's bouncing outside and they're using him in the passing game. And I think he's going to have a breakout year, especially since when they had John Filippo last year as offensive coordinator it was kind of a vanilla offense. They were just trying to get the ball to Thielen. They're trying to air it out. And Dalvin Cook, whenever he got run, yeah. he was running into a brick wall for like three yards. His you know average yards per carry was, I mean, it wasn't anything astounding, especially because I had Cook on my fantasy team. But this year, you know, you're going back to the well with Kevin Stefanski, now as the official offensive coordinator, who took over for DiFilippo last year, and Cook got more run. You have... Um, Gary Kubiak coming in as assistant head coach and advisor to the offense. He's going to provide a more balanced attack. The offensive line has also improved for the Vikings. I think Dalvin Cook, you're going to get more run out of him. Definitely someone I'm going to be targeting in fantasy football this year. I, I might get burned by him again, but Dalvin Cook, stay keep him on the radar for that running attack of his.
0: All right. All right. Good, good pick there. Good pick. I like it. Um, My next pick number three is gonna be Nikhil Harry, the wide receiver uh, rookie out of Arizona State for the Patriots okay um, I am. we we're, were both
1: high on him in the I draft. am
0: fully invested in Nikhil Harryman. man I love everything about this kid um, in the past I'm a Patriots fan so in the past I've seen wide receivers being drafted and you hear from training camp they're not picking up the offense that well um, you're hearing OTs that they're possibly not um, meshing with the teammates as well as they should have um, but with Nikhil Harry getting into the fold I'm fully invested he's 6'4 man 215 pounds there's lots of opportunity in that offense um, additionally he's already out there working out with Brady and Julian Edelman. So he's already out there learning as much as possible. And everything you hear from uh, Pat's OTAs is he's picking up the offense. He's in great shape. Mm -hmm. Um, This is starting to get to the point where I was really worried about the Patriots offense. But I'm starting to see this Patriots offense take some shape now. I see the running backs that we have. I see Nikhil Harry, Demarides Thomas. If Josh Gordon can give us just give us five, six games next year, right. uh, that would be great. Um, there's some rumblings that they're not done at tight end just yet. There's a lot of rumblings that maybe um, a Kyle Rudolph or somebody else could mm-hmm. potentially come into the fold. Um, so this whole offense is starting to take shape, and I'm starting to get really excited right
1: now. Right, right. We, we have it on uh, high authority, Albert Breer, of the Monday morning quarterback. Yep. I posed a question to him. Uh, he dude, you're like that, an
0: Instagram star, bro. I'm dude, sorry, Twitter Instagram, star. Instagram,
1: Twitter, I, I'm all about that shit. But about Kyle Rudolph, you know, Albert Breer, he he went out. He put it on the record. He's on authority saying that they have been actively, you know, shopping the idea of getting Kyle Rudolph. I mean, his contract, you know, it's $7 million. New England never pays anybody. So you, you kind of have to figure out the money aspect. But if they get Kyle Rudolph, there are targets to be had in that offense. Like you can't just keep giving the ball to Julian Edelman. And Nikhil Harry, he's gonna he's gonna yeah. get the ball at some yeah. point. Yeah. So I definitely okay. I'm I'm with you on that Dude, one. Could you
0: imagine though, like if we had um, Sony Michelle, James White, uh, Damian Harris, the kid, the rookie running back out of Alabama, um, Josh Gordon, which is a few games here, and the Demarius Thomas for like five six games, Nikhil Harry taking the wide receiver load, right. um, Kyle Rudolph, Julian Edelman. And yeah. ASG, right? Yeah. Uh, ben Watson. That's a good fucking offense right there, yeah. man.
1: But speaking of Ben Watson, suspended for four games yeah, for but PED it, use. We'll, we'll, we'll need him in the back end of the year, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Pass protection. Uh my breakout guy. I'm gonna go on the defensive side of the ball. Me and too, I'm next gonna go, I'm gonna go down to my team in South Beach. I'm gonna go down to the Dolphins. I'm going with uh with Minka Fitzpatrick, uh cornerback safety uh for uh for the Miami Dolphins entering his second year. Um I think I think he's going to be poised for a big year. Uh, you got Brian Flores. He comes from the the Bill Belichick well, uh, the coaching tree. He's a great defensive mind, and I mean, hell, Fitzpatrick. He was lined up at safety. He was lined up at uh, slot corner. He was outside, and then Flores even went on the record a few days ago saying that he could see Fitzpatrick playing at linebacker and dime and nickel packages, wow. and I think he's going to have a stellar year. He ended the season last year with 80 tackles, two picks, one of them for a touchdown. And I think he's going to supersede that performance this year under Brian Flores and his coaching staff. And I'm hearing a lot, a lot, a lot of positive things out of that coaching staff as a whole out of South Beach. Yeah, so, man, yeah. Minka Fitzpatrick, man, he's going to be. he might carve out like the Devin McCourty kind of role that started off as a corner and then ended up playing safety for the Patriots. So I'm uh, I'm really bullish on Minka Fitzpatrick this year.
0: Yeah, my uh, my next pick is gonna be uh, pick number four. It's the cornerback out of Dallas, uh Chidobie Owizia. Ah, you
1: following the going going defense? Ah, I am right. going
0: defense. I was like, I can't just be all offense. Um, I I think the conversations we've had so far, I am in I'm in love with that Dallas defense. I love. Um, I love the linebackers. I love uh, DeMarcus Lawrence getting his big contract. Mm -hmm. Um, With that being said, uh, Wuzia last year started carving out a good role. He started to become a solid starter for these guys. Um, and I think this is the year he'll take the next step and be a household name. Like, people can't even say his name right now. Wizier, right? I, I, I have to have people, like, you know, spot out for me kind of thing. Right, have
1: that guy in a spelling bee.
0: Yeah, exactly, right? Um, but, yeah, he'll just be a bigger a bigger name next year. He'll he'll have a bigger role. Um, he won't be that breakout, breakout, like, you know, Devar Rivas kind of cornerback.
1: Right. But he could be
0: a solid top. awesome Yeah, law. he'll be a solid top 10 cornerback uh, playing in that defense. And think a lot of, like, how Sherman played in that um, Sihon defense where he's a system cornerback and he benefited from that great uh, front seven. Mm-hmm. That's how I see this panning out for Wuzier, where he'll benefit off of that Jalen Smith or uh, DeMarcus Lawrence uh, pass rush. Right,
1: he hell, even Van Der Esch on pass rush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The wolf. Yep, yep. Uh, going back to the offensive side of the ball, I'm going to go Royce Freeman, running back for uh, the Denver Broncos. Now, one guy in our fantasy league, Dan uh, he drafted Royce Freeman pretty high based on reports. I mean, Royce Freeman was originally tabbed as the the lead back in that uh, Bronco backfield until the hometown hero, my boy, Philip Mighty Mouse Lindsey, took over. But I think he's going to be primed. Um, you know, you have an old school coach in Vic Fangio, and then you have a kind of up-and-coming offensive coordinator, Rick Scangrilla, uh, coming out of college, calling plays. I think they're going to go more for a balanced attack. Uh, you got Flacco that can throw the ball downfield, but Fre- uh, Freeman is more of the thumper out of uh, out of the two between him and Philip Lindsay. Uh, he was used a lot in short yardage situations until he had the high ankle sprain last year. But I think you're going to see uh, you're going to see Freeman get a little bit more run. I think they're going to kind of go more more traditional running back wise. Uh, he's going to be blasting the gaps a little bit. Um, so. Definitely someone I might target in fantasy. I might target him in the later rounds if I if I need to fill, like, a, a, a bench spot. Royce Freeman, I think he could get quite a bit of run, especially with that Bronco offensive line being improved in the draft. So definitely keep your eyes on uh, on Royce Freeman.
0: Uh, the next person I have will be the Rams defensive tackle, Tenzel Smart. Oh, um, A lot of people have forgotten this name because he was hurt a lot of last year. Um if he was to succeed this year, he needs to stay healthy, which is number one. But um, the reason why the Rams let Sue walk is because of this guy, they fully believe if he can stay healthy, he can make a tremendous. Um, he can be uh, he can be disruptive on that uh, defensive line. Additionally, playing alongside Aaron Donald, you already get a leg up. So right, watch and out for this Fowler. guy. Fowler he's, coming off on the edge too. Exactly, right. he's, he's physical. Um, he needs to stay healthy, but he is a little bit of the forgotten person in that. Right, and And he's going to be with Wade
1: Phillips, too. Yeah? That's, yeah, all right, I like that That's my top five. What's your fifth player, bro? Uh, My fifth one, I'm going to stay offense. I'm going to the NFC East, though. I'm uh, I'm going Sterling Shepard, wide receiver for the New York Giants. Um, Welcome to the, hang on a sec, let me hit you with the echo. Let's hear it. Welcome to the post-OBJ world for Big Blue. That's right, Uh, so... Post OBJ world, uh, there is uh, there's there there are targets to be had for Sterling Shepard in uh in this upcoming season. He ended last year with 66 receptions, 872 yards, and four touchdowns. But he also averaged about like 13.2, 13 and a half yards per catch. Um, I think he's uh, I think he's going to eclipse that. I think he's gonna he's get, definitely going to push through. I think he might do better than uh than the big free agent signing Golden Tate. Um, Especially in that offense with Pat Shermer, uh, a lot of underneath routes to open up the deep play. I think Sterling Shepard could stretch the field a little bit more than Golden Tate. Golden Tate's a little bit more of a yards after the catch kind of a guy. Uh, so I think Sterling Shepard, especially getting that contract extension, granted, contract extensions don't mean shit sure. in, in, with the Giants. But I think Gettleman is a little bit more bullish on Shepard over OBJ just because... There isn't an on and off. Well, not off because OBJ was all right, but on field like a distraction issue with with Sterling Shepard. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna break out. And there were reports even uh, even after they traded OBJ the following day. Uh, Mike Garafolo, I said this before. He reported that there are people in the building that think that the offense can flow more smoothly uh, now that OBJ's out of the building. They don't have to force the ball to him. It's gonna open up the playbook a little bit more. And I think uh, Shepard, Shepard's going to be a beneficiary of all those targets that are now going to be divvied up amongst the people. Sure, sure. So.
0: And the real question is, can Elon Manning give him the ball?
1: I think Daniel Jones is going to start earlier than a lot of people are expecting. I hope to God that happens. <laughs> I mean, you had offensive coordinator, you had Coach Shula come out at a press conference a few weeks ago saying that he could start, he being Jones, could start week one. He looked good on tape, uh, even at OTAs. I watched uh, some of the highlights that the Giants have been putting out and other, uh, other media personalities have been putting out as well, too, and on Twitter. It sounds like Eli's having a hard camp, and it sounds like Daniel Jones is looking really good right now. So I think Daniel Jones is going to start a lot sooner, and if that happens, Shepard is you are going to see a boom on Shepard. So keep an eye out for those guys.
0: One word for Jones, trash. Puma's, Puma's favorite word, trash.
1: How is Jones trash? <laughs>
0: Not time or the place.
1: All what right, do you that, mean that, not a time or a place? <laughs> you're throwing out an accusation, and you're not even backing it up with facts. Like, trash. All right. Okay. He's right. trash, but you can go to like a few days ago on Instagram. Now, granted, it's OTAs. It's glorified spring practice. But he looked good. He dropped the dime in stride to a wide receiver in coverage, and he looked pretty good doing it. So...
0: Time will tell, brother, man.
1: Um, all right, I'm already going to buy that number eight jersey once it's officially of on sale. Yes, yes. You're,
0: yep. you're a fan of every team. I get it. All I'm right.
1: not a fan of every team, but I, I am saying you're going to see a lot, a lot of Daniel Jones. I hope to God not. Either way,
0: that is the top five breakout players um, that we have in the NFL upcoming. Um, what do we want to get to next? Are the mailbag questions? Oh, uh,
1: we got the mailbag So Let's hear this, bro. I'm, uh, I'm going to lead off with uh, our boy Derek on Instagram. At AT Pilot. So, guys, how does Vegas determine the odds of a team making it to the Super Bowl or even winning a given game?
0: I mean, that's... Uh, I don't know how... Uh, truthfully, I don't have a good answer for this. I don't know how the back ends of the gambling industry work. I really... I assume they take, like, you know, top five power ranking and people, they will... You know, odds on fair to get there and just kind of give them, give them some odds. I mean, I don't know how the back ends of it work, but... Right. Maybe you can speak to them more, more clearly. Right. So, because-
1: Derek... Friend of the podcast, original, OG, original friend of the podcast, D-REC. Uh, so I'm not a, I'm a gambling guy, but like not real. Like I've, I've kind of dipped my toe into it a little bit. Dude,
0: do you, what do you, what's your thought before we get to that? What's your thoughts on that whole, um? what's that, like daily dollar dra- uh, gambling well, app? What's oh, all like that? Do, a FanDuel. Yeah, FanDuel.
1: Do you ever do that? I haven't done it because I work too hard for my money yeah. to bet that shit. True, you know, like, and I feel like if it's on my phone, yeah, maybe like that's that's a fucking rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. now, all of a sudden, like I'm going to be in some fucking trouble here. Nice to know, gamblers, but gamblers but uh, Derek, uh, from what I saw, Vegas takes into account historical data over the past couple of years. Uh, and they take in coaching styles, to, you know, whether or not this coach kicks a field goal, like all the way down to nuances of kicking a field goal, two point conversion, do they go for it? And you could look at the Super Bowl last year, where the Rams, depending on the sports book in Vegas, you were the Rams were either one point favorite or three point favorites. I
0: think it was three point favorites. Right. right, depending on those, there yeah.
1: was a little variation between one and three. Yeah. And then when the Patriots were in the Super Bowl, when it became official. The Pats were then favored by three, so you also have to factor in outside betters putting their money, money on yeah. uh, on the what was originally the uh, I guess you could say outside of Vegas the underdog yeah. air quote Patriots, but Vegas had the mess of favorites the whole time once once the betters became involved. So you factor in betting, you have factor in sharks that are in 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 bed with the with Vegas historical data. So I think that is how the 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 odds are, and especially in the off season with acquisitions and the schedule and the strength of schedule and all that other nonsense. That's fine at
0: all, but it's it's interesting how they make like Prop bets for, like, how long the ninth anthem will go. Right, That's so stupid. Like, that, nobody knows that. Like, there's no way that you can possibly even, like, analyze that data. There's no way you can look at the last, like, mm-hmm. 19 Super Bowls and be like, this ran two minutes. This ran four minutes. Right. It, just, it really just comes down to, what do you think? You know what right. I'm saying?
1: Right. So, I mean, especially in, now it's, like, even tenfold with prop bets of what do you do for a prop bet in what are we at? We're at June 1st right now at recording. So... It's, uh, it's kind of interesting what, uh, what Vegas has. So, uh, Jay, I'll give you this other one from uh, Instagram. Uh, our boy, Freddie, at Hercules2424. Do you guys think Pat Mahomes should be worried about the Madden curse? People will point to Brady and say he wasn't cursed, but he went to the Super Bowl that year and threw for over 500 yards in the Super Bowl and lost. AB last year was surrounded by drama and will wear a New jersey. This coming season,
0: yeah. I mean, I um, the, the Madden curse, I don't buy too much stock into it, it has been relevant for the last four or five years. Um, it's been like you know, in the past, it was like oh, Michael Lucas on, then he got hurt the next year. It was the Madden curse that made you get hurt, you know what I'm saying? Right now, it's just like, uh, well, he had a good year, he had a decent year, Brady had a great year. I mean, at the end of the day, the Super Bowl, but for it's still a great year to go to Super Bowl, right. you know what I'm saying? So, um, Mahomes will have. Um, some regression in his stats next year, there's no way he's going to go out there and throw 50 touchdowns again. Right. The NFL is too good of a league, too smart of a league. They will hone in on your weaknesses and they will use that against you. Um, he's not going to throw 50, 50 touchdowns, but he will come in around the 32-35 to touchdown range. Now, if it's between 25 and 30 touchdowns, then I'm a little bit worried. I'm like, uh, right. what did they figure out about him? Is he as good as we thought he is? You know what I'm saying? Because he's not just middle of the pack good. He is transcendent good from what we've seen for year one. Right. But then again, we've seen this in the past. We've seen Robert Griffin come out, light it up for one year. You know what I'm saying? And then the NFL NFL figured him out. You know what I'm saying? Um, people such as – who else was it? Vince Young had some luck in the beginning. Um, Tebow didn't have these stats, but he had some luck winning games. You know what I'm saying? Eventually, the league figures you out. And it's those great players that can – make that great leap second year as well. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, like, if this year he is still transcendent, then we'll know we have something great for the next 15 years.
1: Yeah, and I'm I'm with you on that one. I'm not saying, like, to me, regressing, uh, I guess uh, this is a, a coined term by uh, Mike Clay of uh, ESPN at Mike Clay, great fantasy football analysis, uh, you know, regressing against the mean. Like, I'm not trying to poke at Kansas City Chiefs fans, but to fully expect that he's going to throw for 50-plus touchdowns this year is just, you know, absurd. That's absurd, yeah. Like, best case, mid-30s, low-40s. Like, and even the low-40s is high. Sure. So, especially with, if you factor in Tyreek Hill, he's in limbo. Yeah. We, there's no official stance. The The Shield is waiting for, you know, a, an actual ruling, I guess, or what the, the actual, you know, Law officers want to do with that with that whole scenario out there, so I don't think he, I don't I'm not buying the curse with Mahomes. I think you know you're going to get 35 touchdowns from him. Nicole Hartman is is going to be key for him. You're going to have production with him and and, uh, and Travis Kelsey. So I'm not I'm not buying that thing. Uh,
0: I I um I think there's going to be some um some regression in general with that team. Of course, I think with all the. Turmoil, the drama. Um, Tyreek Hill's not going to be there, and there's question marks on the or, defense. Yeah, Kareem Hunt's not going to be there. Um, how much is this Nicole Nicole Kid going to step in, and uh, how much is going to learn in year one? You know, what I'm saying like you can't expect much out of him.
1: And the division got better. Division
0: got better, right? I'm a charge of knocking out those doors, right? So I, um, it's going to be hard for the Chiefs this year, man. Right. They better, they better step it up, so.
1: right? And it's not even just the division. You, you look at just the AFC as a whole, like. All right, Cleveland doesn't win the NFC, the the AFC North. Yeah. They could be in, in you know contention for a wild card. Oh, the LA Chargers are on a on a fucking hot streak right now. Yeah. What, I mean, now you're you're going toe to toe with the Cleveland Browns if everything's going according to plan with them. Oh, and then you have to factor in all these other teams like every team in the AFC got better for yeah. the most part oh, dude, I can't nobody wait. took it really oh, took a step back except the Chiefs if you factor in that wide receiver uh, Tyree Kill that may or may not be playing again
0: dude I cannot wait for the NFL season dude it's gonna be I'm so frothing, I'm frothing bro I'm frothing I can't go. wait man it's fucking May wait June actually June's June, June 1st oh my god we got so much time left last thing I wanna hit on um, and then we can wrap it up we're already like at an hour in Jesus um, but did you hear the story about how Lamar Jackson showed up to train at two OTAs and they, the Ravens coaching staff installed a brand new offense, and nobody told him. He walked in, and there was a brand new offense, and nobody told him one bit.
1: I'm not buying that. I mean, I, I saw the. You report. saw the reports, right? I saw the report. I'm not. I'm not. I don't have my head in the sand, but just the fact that a head coach that was on the hot seat until Lamar Jackson took over and got them to the playoffs, and then the entire coaching staff. And the general manager did not talk to this man in the offseason and said I don't think they did. I don't think they did, bro. Yeah.
0: I don't think they did. The, yo. I, I think I think John Harbaugh didn't want Lamar Jackson. And I think and I think um now that he realized, well shit, I want some games that's gonna get fired with him. I guess I should start Maybe tailing the offense towards him, but like, would well, you have reports, told him? You know what I'm saying? You but then you have
1: reports of yeah. Lamar Jackson improve, like working on his throwing and improving a little bit. Well, in The man, offseason, I of did.
0: When you're throwing like fucking duck balls if to wide receivers are like five yards away, it's gonna be, right. it's gonna be hard to fucking. I don't
1: know. It. I mean, I, I don't think I'm, I'm not. I'm not buying it. Yeah. I don't think that uh, the Ravens organization and John Harbaugh, whose job now is tied to Lamar Jackson, yeah, is keeping him in the dark. Sure, sure. But my one point I want to hit on is, yeah, did you hear about the friggin' spelling bee the other day? Yeah, the eight-way tie? The eight-way tie. Yep. I was watching. I was, I was in Vermont. I was helping my boy and uh, his wife. They just, they just got a new house, and they, they're ready to start a family. They're, they're doing the whole thing. So I was up there helping them move, and I was watching the NBA Finals, and I'm looking for the postgame. I'm trying to find it on ESPN, yeah. and, uh, and it wasn't there because the spelling bee was on they ended it at midnight with an eight-way tie because they didn't want to keep the kids up too late, and they ran out of work. They don't want the kids keep up too late. Now that's so stupid. As someone that is a guardian of a child who is the same age as these people that are in a spelling bee contest, can tell on firm authority that there are. 10 to 12-year-olds up until 4 o'clock in the friggin' morning playing Fortnite. I'm not too worried about them staying up too late to do spelling bees. You
0: know how you finish? You know how you uh, break that eight-way tie? What? Do mm-hmm. a Fortnite
1: battle royale on ESPN?
0: No, no, no. You do sudden death, one word. Pick the hardest word out of, like, the Russian dictionary. Really throw them, oh for, my a God. Cur- really throw them for a curveball and now see Now, we're not doing, happens.
1: like, say this in a sentence, right? Like, here's the word. Now, do you have 30 here's, seconds here's to spell a word.
0: It? In Russian, spell it. Yep. <laughs> Who, I whoever gets that. the closest? But whoever gets like, the closest? Dude, there it is. <laughs> like, don't
1: like. This is the ultimate like nerfing of society today. Like, oh, we don't want to keep the kids up too late, so we're gonna have it. We're gonna have a fucking eight way tie. Why don't you just have all five hundred kids get a, a participation trophy? Dude, people are too
0: soft nowadays, man.
1: No, what's, what's going to happen when, like, these kids actually face, like, now I'm going deep in the weeds here. What What's going to happen when these kids face actual adversity and they don't know what to do because there's a fucking eight-way tie or everyone gets a participation award? No, 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 no. No. These kids are staying up till 4 o'clock in the morning playing friggin' Fortnite. I know on firm authority that they're doing that. No. Break out the fucking dictionary. You have the whole thing friggin' in front of you. Break out some words and have them spell that shit. Otherwise... The uh, the script spelling be you're
0: fired. That was a good one. I felt it. You felt that? I felt that, bro. Good. I felt that. Good. Um, fucking chapped my ass. I think I think I have nothing else to add to that, bro.
1: On that note. <laughs> on that note, should I plug it up? We should plug it up, bro. All right. On uh, for those of you that suffered through an hour and change. Uh, 17 weeks of the Pro Football Radio Podcast you can follow us on uh, Facebook and Instagram at Pro Football Radio Podcast, Twitter at PFR Podcast, I'm on Twitter at Brando underscore Puma my uh, co-host here Jay Chima is at Jay Chima, Uh, let us know what you think, if you have any takes, any comments any questions, this is your podcast, we want to tailor it towards you, otherwise that's all I got This This
0: has has been been episode episode number number 17 17 with with Poncho Poncho and the Puma.
1: Oh, oh, we're bringing out Poncho. Otherwise, via Kadif.